I'm gonna knock you upside the block. I don't know why. <laughs> nice Minecraft reference. That game's awesome. It's actually a Charlie Brown reference because she calls him a blockhead. Which Funko Pop do you think is the sexiest? Well, since we're talking about Minecraft, Steve for sure. Steve for Minecraft. Does Steve have a Funko Pop? I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. I'm, you can name any character right now. Who doesn't have a Funko Pop? Your mom. Hey, once you uh, <laughs> finally someone has the balls to make fun of Funko Pops. <laughs> hey, if you want to be a nerd, you gotta buy at least one. Okay, it's in the nerd contract. I own one. I Look, I'm not afraid to say it. I, I own you. one. I see. Ads. I mean, I own one. I don't think I've ever bought one though. Like I have one. I've. Yeah. Well, look, with my own money. If someone buys you a Funko Pop, there's nothing you can do about it. Right? You yeah. can't throw it away. Now, let's say they buy you one. You're fine. Two? Okay. You're going, uh, going a little bit too far. People are going to start thinking you're some sort of nerd. Dork. Man. On the third pop. <laughs> After you reach three Funko Pops, you now have a collection of Funko Pops. Oh, yeah. God. Now you, gotta, you, can't, now you have to buy <laughs> yeah, every single one. Yeah, might as Especially well, right? Especially if they're all from the same series. Oh, my God. Then you got to collect the whole series. Yeah, then you got to get the rest of them. Yeah, see, I have Ash Williams. That's the only Funko Pop I have. What am I going to buy next? His hand that he cut off? Uh, Yeah, I don't think so, buddy. Mm -mm. I'm not stepping that far. But, yeah, what's up, gang? What's up, Pin? Welcome to the Media Boys. Hey, welcome to Media Boys. Um, Whose turn is it to introduce the episode? Ooh, line is it anyway? Who's like it's Nathan's turn? Oh God! Uh, oh wait, we didn't introduce. I'm William Doyle of Media Boys fame. I'm Chris. I'm you Nathan. Like... Welcome to the show. Hi. I'm not, they didn't hear my last name because you talked over my last name. Okay, my and last name. name. I don't want to say my middle name. <laughs> it's Show. That yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right, Chris Show Mealy here, everybody. How's it going? Hope you're doing well. Hope you uh, have uh, eaten three meals today: breakfast, lunch, and Dinner. Yeah, we're an well, after dinner it's show. Really f- this is a late night. This is the latest we've ever recorded. We're recording yeah. late. And I'll tell you what, it's almost dessert time, which is actually the fourth meal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Taco Bell says they're like going to them for a fourth meal would be a fourth meal, but dessert's the fourth meal, so they should be considered the fifth meal. Hey, Taco gotcha. Bell's been shit in the bed recently, huh? It's Taco really sad. Taco Bell, first they get rid of the well, potato items. Ooh. Second, they get rid of... The Mexican pizza? They've gotten rid they of, got rid of everything. Of oh, they got rid yeah, of Yeah, I know they don't have the apple empanadas anymore either. I think I think they got rid of the Mexican pizza because they said the Mexican pizza contributes to 7 billion pounds of trash a year or Holy some shit crap. like that. Holy crap. Uh, I've never had their Mexican hey, pizza. And it feeds 7 billion pounds of trash every year. Oh, so fuck yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty important if you ask me. Now, uh, what's up? You two, you little two, oh you two. Oh, yeah. What have we been consuming? <laughs> yeah. They also got rid of the fucking quesarito. Oh and my god. And all the shredded chicken. Well, the, I thought the quesarito is like app only, right? Yeah. It's just not you on got, the menu. You got one no at a time. That's so stupid. One and of the best app menu exclusives. Items. Taco Bell is mm-hmm. look. Next thing you know, there's gonna have two things on the menu: cup of ice. <laughs> And, and the Doritos Locos and taco. And microwaved yeah. quesadilla that I make when I have nothing else in the fridge except for cheese and case, case, uh Tortilla. Tortilla, that's the word, not quesaritos. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't make my God, own quesadilla. I only have quesaritos speaking in of, the fridge. Speak, <laughs> since we're talking about fast food restaurants right now, I would like to uh, talk about the, the uh, 
recent McDonald's release. Uh, the, mm. uh, the Travis Scott. The Travis Scott release, Burger. The Cactus Jack Burger. Oh, whoa, this is an episode of Welcome to Edia Boys. It's Edia mm-hmm. Boys. It's, yeah. This has secretly been Edia Boys this the whole time. time. It's one yeah. of the most popular segments from a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. It's returning. Uh, guns a-blazing. Uh, now, Travis Scott released a uh, meal pack. <laughs> uh, the set list. What is, what, what is on this... Uh, the track listing of this uh, Cactus Jack meal. You get mm-hmm. a nice Cactus Jack burger. Uh, it's a quarter pounder with bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then something that already existed, right? Something Wait, with, was there bacon in it? I don't know if there was bacon on it. No, they, they, I think they had a bacon quarter pounder for a bit. Or at least oh. you could add it. I guess this is like the first What has bacon at McDonald's? They, is there bacon cheeseburger? I think they have like premium burgers, Probably. right? Probably. Yeah, because they tried that. Where well... Oh, yeah. the uh, the signature burgers, mm-hmm. the artis- art- artisanal. Yeah, they burgers. are. They always try stuff like that. Okay, the next thing on our, the this new track listing from this oh, new brilliant release from the Travis Scott, you get French fries with barbecue sauce. That's cool. Okay. Do you have to, can I replace that with ketchup? Nope. Yeah. Or, well, if, you, they, like, if you replace it with ketchup, it? you're not taking part in the Travis Scott experience. Yeah, oh. Travis Scott would be disappointed. And then, so. guess what? The biggest one of them all. Ooh, baby. Can't get this at home. A Sprite, Sprite with extra ice. Extra ice? Extra ice. So they, you know what that? So they give you less Sprite than normal. Less Sprite. But, like, if you go in the restaurant and get it, don't they just give you a cup? <laughs> <laughs> Do they give you a guide on yeah. how much ice you need to be You want to know the Chris thing? Mealy experience? Go and ask for a water cup and fill it up with spray and leave. There you go. Wow. Wow, we got a thief on the podcast. I don't actually I... do that. I don't know. I don't do that. No, no. Oh, hey, <laughs> can I say something? I I'll love buying stuff. Sprite sucks. Yeah, I'm not a Sprite, sprite fan. <laughs> sprite blows. It's yeah. okay. One time I had, like, I had had Sprite in years. Welcome to uh, this uh, Chris Adventure. Okay. Play the theme. No. So I ha- <laughs> it wasn't too long ago, but I was like, man, I'm really craving a Sprite. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want to get a Sprite. Got a Sprite and was like, wow, I'm very disappointed in this Sprite. Yeah. And We're not sponsored by Sprite. So uh, every time I say Sprite, uh, bleep it out, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why I prefer uh, Sierra Mist. I actually think, I do think Sierra Mist is a bit better than Sprite. Both are very know. good. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, buddy. I'm dropping it. I'm seven, dropping seven up. Seven up, buddy. As far as lemon lime sodas go, seven up is the gets my medal. Oh, squirts. Gold. Squirts. I think pretty good too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Look. But isn't is squirt lemon lime? I I always think it's like the mix between like Sprite and Mountain Dew. That Ooh. in between point. Uh, what what is Mountain Dew? Actually, what is it? My girlfriend said to know. me uh, <laughs> that the main taste in Mountain Dew is orange juice. And now it has ruined Mountain Dew for me because oh, no. I just taste orange juice. Does so. it really taste like orange Ooh. juice? <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> it, sh- it sure does. Oh, Secret no. unlocked. Secret unlocked. So now, take a sip of Mountain Dew. And, I have Mountain uh, Dew at home, yeah, so it's gonna taste like orange juice to you now. That sucks. Well, I guess that's it from Edie. Well, well, no, wait, no. I got another thing for Edie boys. I made chowder today. Yeah, I yeah. had a bowl of it and, and it was good. Nathan ate it and he said it was good. I it's... refused to partake. He refused. Mm-hmm. I I almost held Will down and force fed him, but we but haven't. I, said, I said no thanks. I we didn't ate. go that far yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I did. I didn't force feed him. <laughs> if he didn't eat, I would have to. I'd be forced to. I'd have to force my hands. But hey, chowder. Ooh, baby. 
I ain't talking about the damn purple goddamn monster man. I'm talking about the freaking food that you can put in your mouth. <laughs> show. Yeah, from the that show damn. Shout out the Cartoon Network show. Shout yeah. air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take the moon and you take the sun. Okay. I guess we could go head first into what we've been playing, watching, listening to. I've been playing now. Some it's something from middle school. <laughs> something I liked in middle school. RuneScape. No, it's uh, Neopets. South Park. Guy Online. Wait, South Park, the Stick of Truth. Oh, that game's good. And that's why I was thinking about animation textures, because in that game, everything's so you know. In South Park, everything's ugly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't I don't watch South Park anymore. I don't I don't partake, right? But I wanted a game. I wanted something I could recognize, you know, because mm. when quarantine started, uh, I was just buying games, and South Park was on South Park, the Stick of Truth was on sale along with the other one. And I was kind of like, okay, I know South Park because I watched it in like middle school, mm-hmm. and I want something fun, so I downloaded it, and then I now I started playing it months later, and it's a lot of fun. It's and like Paper Mario. Yeah. It is like uh, it's and it's like um another thing, Costume Quest. Yeah. Costume Quest. Yeah. It's like a mature version of Costume Quest, like and a, it's made by Obsidian. Yeah. And yeah. Ubisoft, but Obsidian made Outer Worlds. I liked Outer Worlds a lot, and Fallout I think Vegas. Yeah. This yeah. is almost like, it's a, you know. Have you gotten a new DLC for Outer Worlds? No, I haven't yet. Yeah. That's on my list of things to get. All right. I got to re-download Outer Worlds now, I guess. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. I guess that'll be something I have to check out. But yeah, the stick of truth, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's like a simple RPG. Yeah, right? very, yeah. That's it's what, yeah. very easy Something going. I like about uh, that game is it's the exact amount of RPG numbers that I want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like super simple. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like fucking pay too much attention to my gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I also, I I really like the world of that game. Very nicely detailed. It's fun to just travel around and get the collectibles. And it's um, it's weird to be saying that about a South Park game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's it's so much better than it any has any right to be. Yeah, I really. Man, I really want to play Shattered Butthole, but um... uh, <laughs> fractured butthole. Oh, it's fractured. I ha- I have it on my Switch. Yeah, but um, I got both of them. But that's more of a tactical like on chess Miyamoto's board console. Deal. You have this raunchy ass piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, on his family console on yeah. Miyamoto's on Miyamoto. son. I know. <laughs> I was like, it on I was son. I was thinking about it. You know, I, I felt dirty. You know, there's freaking there's Mario dirt, lives there. There's freaking <laughs> anus jokes. There, oh there, there's boobs in that game. Yeah, they freaking they freaking get anally probed. Oh, Ma- oh Mario and his best friend Donkey Kong live there. They have yeah. to live next door to South Park. Yeah, um, buddy. They have to face that. They have to fucking face the music. It's about time they grow up. <laughs> really? Mario? You want Mario to grow up? You know, up. I bet I bet the South Park game, I haven't gotten there yet, but I bet at one point, freaking Mario comes out and he freaking gets his head blown off by freaking oh. Pac-Man who's smoking marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and then Stewie Griffin comes out and says, it's epic time. In his fucking British voice. I don't do that voice, yeah. bro. And Donkey Kong uh, comes out and rips a giant donkey bong. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Takes a big love. And then they go all go to McDonald's and get the Travis Scott burger. And then Cartman <laughs> comes in with an AK-47. Blows them all away. Wow. In epic. the McDonald's? <laughs> this is my fan and, fiction. And that's the... Uh, Cartman joins the Super Smash Brothers roster reveal, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember as a kid. First, folks. As a kid, I actually thought you could unlock Eric Cartman in Super Smash Bros. For, for real? Really? Yeah, because I told you that. Unlike the internet, there was a Photoshop, and I was like, <laughs> you know, that could be a thing. <laughs> I believe it. 
No, I mean, they had all those fake images for Smash Bros. back in the day. I that remember. Was, yeah. And look, my dad works at Nintendo, so I know this yeah. type of stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I right. believe you. Good. I'm glad you put Well, what about you guys? Before <laughs> we get to our main dish. <laughs> well, I've still been consuming Avengers. Okay. Now you I, oh, wait. Sorry, that's another place I meant to go. I, I finished the campaign yep. of Avengers. Good ending. Too short. Yeah, I, I needed more content out of it, but what was there was really good. The final mission's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I think I'm just yeah. disappointed that it's just an intro. <laughs> it's the whole yeah, campaign's like it's a giant tutorial for the multiplayer. Yeah, but yeah. and then when you get to the multiplayer at this point, really all you can do is either you're playing with your friends or you're just playing by yourself grinding. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's definitely a lot better with friends. And the issue obviously we talk about this more in the last episode, but uh, the Avengers has major issues connecting to your mm-hmm. friends so we have to wait i guess until it gets they get it right well, i think a new patch fixed a lot of those yeah, yeah until they release like the, a bunch of stuff. you know the next 20 gigabyte patch mm-hmm. the game's like 500 gigabytes and it yeah. blows up your Xbox. they released a patch that fixed issues from happening but they haven't fixed a patch to fix the issues if they've already happened to you damn uh, <laughs> so yeah like the skin's Jesus. relocking they made it so the skins don't lock anymore, but I think sometimes they still do. I'm not yeah. too sure. If they're, like, broken. But they haven't replaced the skins yet for the people who've lost them. Oh, my God. They it just achievements, though. I, could, I got, yeah. I you got, got the, to beat the game I got to beat the game achievement. Good, good. After a week of having beaten the game. <laughs> I did notice that on, on the Xbox, like, achievement section, it said 0% for, like, all these achievements. <laughs> yes, yeah. Things I've already done, too. Yeah. Um, I beat this PS1 RPG called Suikoden. Took about 27 hours. It's pretty good. Um, it, it's a game where you um, you have a castle and there's a giant war and you have to recruit 108 people from around the world. So you travel from city to city, talk to people, recruit them, and then you battle. It was a lot of fun. Like Wonderful 108. Kinda. I mean, I never played that game, but sure. And then I also watched Class Action Park, the, mo- the new documentary based off the Action Park theme park. Um, it was alright. Like, I liked it, but it may have been a little too nostalgic for a park that killed people. But that's fine. <laughs> you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I missed... <laughs> Remember the 80s? That's kind of what it was. There was a bunch of people 70s? going... When was it? 70s and 80s. 70s and, 80s. and they were like, oh, wow, back then, you know, you could live dangerously. Kids nowadays can't experience this, but people, like, died. Oh died. My God. <laughs> died there. There's, like, a 20-minute part where they talk about death. Otherwise, it's like, check out how crazy this all was. <laughs> this is wacky. You know, I, 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 that's what's wrong with this generation. Not enough people getting hurt, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why are kids not dying in the wave pool anymore? Come on. We need They'll more. never experience the true fun of deaths in a wave pool. Mm-hmm. We have more coming out come from the waves and seeing your best friend beside you, who may be dead. Only time will tell. It's just a New Jersey thing. You wouldn't understand <laughs> if you weren't yeah. from Jersey. You know, so. nowadays, <laughs> nowadays we got more frowners than drowners, and frankly, that pisses me off. <laughs> Put your phone down, go in the wave pool, and fucking die already, for Look Christ's up. sake. Mm-hmm. Look, everyone, well, kids, everyone these days is boop, 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 uh, boop. <laughs> no, oh, I'm going to send a tweet. Well, why don't you go down the slide that could fucking rip you in half? Okay? <laughs> live a little. Yeah, live a little, for Christ's sake. You know, I actually had... Live in the moment. <laughs> I actually had relatives that... Got ripped in half? That, no, they went to Action Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a little... I, honestly, I'm a little jealous, because I, I like Action Park. I like reading about it. But you know what? I'll tell you something. 
One thing we all watched, you know, not together, separate, for this episode was, I'm thinking of ending things. Jake, my boyfriend. It's snowing. Winter is coming in. We have a real connection, a rare and intense attachment. I've never experienced anything like it. I'm thinking of ending things. Huh? What? Did you say something? I don't think so. Weird. I'm visiting Jake's parents for the first time. He hasn't been my boyfriend for very long. They really are looking forward to meeting you. I think of ending things. Hello? We're here. Oh, hi. Oh, it's all wet. <laughs> Here they come. Jeff has told us so much about you. He's told me so much about both of you, too. And you came anyway. <laughs> Jake tells me you're studying quantum psychics. Mm, physics. Really? But there's just something profoundly wrong here. Are you okay? Yeah. I think you're ending something. I am so glad Jake has found someone. <laughs> I think we should do a segment where this this uh, movie really solidified in my head. Where we should do a segment where we watch a movie up until they say the title of the movie <laughs> and then stop watching it mm-hmm. and like pretend that's the full movie. This would be a short run. This, run this, movie. This, yeah, this <laughs> is the, the first things that are said is I'm thinking of ending things. That could be a YouTube channel that probably gets taken down for copyright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It could be like. Uh, you know, or that could be like our live streams. Our live. We streams. just end <laughs> end it as soon as they say the title of the movie. You know, actually, uh, we wouldn't get, get taken down for this if we played this, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good It'd idea. It'd be like doing a free preview of that movie, just like yeah. the first little <laughs> Here's bit. Here's the first Since frame now. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hope you like it. All right. Well, uh, speaking of first frame <laughs> of this movie. Uh, this movie begins, right? We, we step, we, yes, it, it we step into it our living room. No, wait. We step into our living room. We step into our living room. Voice on the couch. I'm turn, thinking of everything. Turn on the damn TV. <laughs> hook up the freaking, I don't know what you, how you watch your movies, HDMI cord, your laptop. You got the smart TV. You got the Apple TV. You got your the phone. Xbox, PlayStation. Ooh, baby. I on watch this on my Xbox. I watch this on my iPhone. Oh, you... What? Are, you don't watch movies on your phone. Charlie Apologies to David man. Lynch. That's how I watched Lost Highway. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. We need to send this in to him. Did you? Wait, is that really how you watch <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, I watched Lost Highway on my phone. Now, if you're playing the movie on a telephone, you will never in a trillion years experience the film. You'll think you have experienced it, but you'll be <clears throat> cheated. It's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. Get real. David Lynch would be like, I also your, watched, your opinion I also watched Adaptation on my phone. Really? Yeah. What are you doing? Laying in bed, watching on my phone. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you have a, what, you I mean, have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I had just woken up. Sometimes the phone's a little more comfortable, you know, it's right sure, here. I guess. I used to do that on my iPod Touch when I was in middle school. Oh, phone's yeah. pretty big. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> when well, I look next to my face, it's like I'm watching it on the movie screen. <laughs> all right. Well, well, at least I liked Adaptation, so. Speaking of adaptations, a Charlie Kaufman movie. We're talking about another Kaufman today. So I'm thinking of any things. Don't Google it, because then you'll get Baker acted. I've been waiting to say that joke for a while now. Cool. But hey, you know. <laughs> so nice. Charlie Kaufman, he, he's known for his meta scripts, his weirdo wacky. His weirdo dog shit. <laughs> he's like garbage ass. <laughs> when, okay, he's, what? when he's at the helm directed and he knows it's going to be bad. Welcome to the Contrarian Podcast. We only say the things you're not thinking. All right. Just I don't kidding. know if you want to no, cut we, this out. No, we love okay. Charlie Kaufman. We love Charlie Kaufman. I, like like... I like when he sticks to writing. Okay. <laughs> no, you can cut that out. Yeah, no. What, why? Because <laughs> it's not true. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, now that we're saying... I'm just being the, the hard ass. Uh, yeah, he's the Simon I'm the bad boy. Will always has the opposite opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been listening to this podcast lately, but... Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out, too. Is that true? No, I'm not going to cut it. I'm going to keep I? it in. Do I always have the opposite opinion? No. I, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Am I doing a bit I mean, or am I not? That's <laughs> part of your humor, bro. People that's can't it. see, but I'm, my eyes are shifting back and forth. I mean, I feel like I might. No, I feel like they're... <laughs> I, I feel like I don't... Okay, so no matter what, one of us is going to be the odd one out, I, right? Oh, I guess I mean, unless I guess. we all like it or yeah. dislike it. I but. feel like when things... Well, I'll, I'll like, say this. I like you guys. I don't... I never, I didn't study film, so like. Don't when, say that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, don't expose true. me. I mean, like it's true. Like, there are some things that just like go over my head when it comes mm. to like making a good movie. Okay. Right. No, I mean, I guess. Um, I what guess, makes like, a good analysis? Film? What makes a good film? All right. I don't know why you like Lost Highway. Okay. Why do you guys like Lost Highway? Because it was. Fun. I like the dream aspect God damn it. to listen, it. Sorry. Listen to the episode we talk about no, Lost okay. Highway if you want to know. <laughs> we talk about it on there. I'm hijacking the podcast. Oh, it's an episode about Lost Highway oh, the man. whole time. <laughs> the seats, my seat's moving. You know, apologies about the seat moves. Every time I move, it squeaks. It's awful. Well, anyway, folks, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. Not me personally. It's the name of the movie. <laughs> Whoa. I keep fucking derailing myself every time I'm going. Okay, well, this movie is about a girl, no name, doesn't have a name in the film, uh, going with her boyfriend to visit his parents. And that is a basic synopsis. Yeah, very basic. Uh, I guess you could throw in things are a little weird. Um, things are a little off. A little, little suspenseful, a little, little weird and crazy. What the heck's going on here? Um, yeah. But don't think, it's not, like, I hate to compare it to, like, Get Out. Uh, I compared it to that, too. Yeah. It, yeah, it felt, when I was watching I was like, oh, this so feels very the, Get the, Out. The first part, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Get Out is about, you know, a, a guy going to visit his girlfriend's parents. Uh, but in Get Out, it, I wouldn't say sh- plays out straightforward, but it plays out as, a, like, a horror movie, what it has... You know, it has some jump scares in it. It has twists, it has turns. Mm-hmm. This is not that. Is not the same in that sense. It has a a, a general horror uh, aesthetic going on. Yeah. Uh, it I is think, a horror. I would describe it as a horror movie, but it is not. Horror. It doesn't play to those thrills. Yeah. Right. It it is very Charlie Kaufman. And it's very uh, 
suspenseful. Like, there's a lot of suspense and there's a lot of um, just uh, unknown. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the overall, like, unsettling feeling of this movie is, like, I don't know what's going you on. You never know what's going to happen yeah. next. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, everyone's just a little off in the mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Every, all, every, Everybody. Speak. Yeah. I guess that's kind of like how Lost Highway is, too, huh? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you could say that. Yeah, yeah no, but, for no, sure. But, but I mean, like... Well, I, uh, I, I liken this movie to Mulholland Drive a little bit. Um, in my own head, I kind of connect, which is another David Lynch movie. You could, yeah. Yeah. David Lynch is definitely a fair um, comparison to make mm-hmm. here. But where, like, like David Lynch, very dreamlike. His films seem like they're taking place in a dream. You know, this has that too, but it's not, yeah. it doesn't go through similar beats as mm-hmm. like a David Lynch movie does. Because in a David Lynch movie, scene by scene, like, you almost feel like, the tone has completely changed, right? In this, it's pretty cold and dark throughout. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Well, and like with bits of dark comedy. Like, I was laughing throughout. There, Yeah. Um, so, that's another thing Kaufman is good at, too, is sneaking in some comedy there. But this is probably his least funny movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because uh, he actually started off as a, or a sketch writer. This is almost has, like, sketch energy to it, but as a horror movie, because one thing about this film... It's like constantly changing, like things will, like what they're talking about from moment to moment is changing. Mm-hmm. It, it's very, uh, I guess, like um, like dreamlike, like a dream how it skips around. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I I guess I looked at it as um, because they talk about like quantum physics and stuff like that, like time being they, time moving around you rather than you moving through time. Yeah. and I think that's kind of the idea of it. I think. The whole there was a bit where it was a romantic comedy and it said directed by Robert Zemeckis and I thought at first like oh uh, that's Charlie Kaufman shitting on him but then I think it's like a subtle nod to like Back to the Future in a way it's like this movie's kind of about time travel and sort of like time kind of movement like a different kind of time travel movie. Yeah. You think that's why he references Robert Zemeckis? Probably not, but that that's just what I kind of got out of something I, like that. I thought that fake movie in the movie. The, what was it called? Dining Out or whatever? I don't remember. was so fucking funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I'd watch it. So yeah. I, yeah, I just thought it was so <laughs> funny. It was like just exactly what you would see in like the, one of these... Sh- I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. I get yeah, what you mean. Sure. So uh, I guess the main... The, I would say the main... Like the whole of this film. They're, it's Jesse Plemons and his girlfriend. I'm forgetting her name. Her name is also Jesse, actually. The actress. Yeah. Jesse Plemons is that guy's name? Yeah. The guy from Breaking Bad? Yeah. There is Jesse and Jesse in this yeah, film. Jesse, so Jesse Buckley, I think. Uh, pretty much like the whole main bulk like, of the film is them driving. Kaufman was like, well, all right, Jesse, you got to speak up a little more. And oh. Like, <laughs> which one? Me, Jesse, or you, Jesse? Um, <laughs> your, your name's Jesse, too? Yeah. You know, that wasn't the original because uh, Brie Larson was originally hired for that role. Oh, really? And then had to drop out. Why? I, yeah, <laughs> I know. It would have been interesting. Huh. Big, big uh, Captain Marvel money came in, right? Mm-hmm. She's, She's like, like, oh, I'm, I'm part of the Marvel universe now. Um, sorry, I'm, I can't sorry, be sorry. Money. Sorry. I can't be in your little art film. Sorry, I'm playing Animal Crossing for my YouTube channel. <laughs> sorry, instead of this little, I don't know, art house movie, I'm going to be in a theme park ride. Sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> so, a lot of it's I'm talking in a car. And at first, you get her monologue. And she's saying, I'm thinking of ending things. 
and you're kind of seeing it from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems like, you know, you know, she just started dating this guy. You don't, they don't really know each other too well. Mm-hmm. And from that, what I got was uh, a theme in this movie is getting into a new relationship and the way you interpret the other person, what you think of them and who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, th- I think I read this in a, a Kaufman interview where he's kind of like you latch onto one thing about the person and you think that's who they are. Because um, in this movie, a lot of things are referenced. Like yes. They reference yeah. all types of stuff. One For thing sure. specifically, a specific example, because it really does jump around and there's all types of details, um, is in one scene near the beginning, Jesse Plemons is talking about his love of musical theater. And she's yeah. kind of like, oh, so you're a big music, musical head. Because he mentions uh, Oklahoma because mm-hmm. it's playing on the radio. He says, no, not really. And then uh, he just lists off all these plays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which comes back in the play which later. In it the does movie. come back later, but that is one instance where it's like, she, I guess she pegs him for like a play person, right? Mm-hmm. She kind of interprets, interprets him through the media he enjoys or like, you know, art he enjoys, something like that. Like the things around, not the actual person, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then I guess that plays into the time element, like you said, it's time moving around them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I do think, like, oh, there's a lot of references, a lot of interesting things, but, like, from that point, from what we told you, um, once they go and meet her parents at the start of a relationship, which I think they say six weeks, six which weeks. I think is crazy fast to meet somebody's parents. That is that is scary. Is it? Is that fast to meet someone's parents? Maybe. Yeah. A little fast. Yeah. but Especially those parents. Yeah, and those Whoa. parents are... Hubba, wow. hubba. What? And I did not mean how that in the horny way. How they yeah. skip around a lot. Yeah. And of course, time periods. Yeah, I hate when my parents do that. <laughs> when, when, when the mom sometimes is sometimes they're old and sometimes <laughs> they're young. The mom is played by Tony Collette, who's great, yeah. uh, and David Thewlis. David Thewlis, who's also really Which good. Which they're both absolutely wonderful. He's such I a great actor. Them, yeah. <laughs> they. I was, movie, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, they are just good. pure insanity in this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're almost almost like very self-conscious i guess yeah. but like two like times ten and that's one thing about kaufman that we we uh, talked about in the adaptation review is that he's a very self-conscious writer um and he writes very meta you know the dinner scene in this movie is uncomfortable on such a high level yeah <laughs> that like if like the Texas Chainsaw dinner scene is supposed to be like weird and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This one's like fucking blows it out of the water. Yeah, you no, think it is so, so I unsettling. I think that's where like the movie like really like hits it strong is just that interaction because anytime David Thewlis was on screen talking, it was unsettling. There's a scene where he's upstairs with only um, with with only Jesse, and they're just talking he's like talking about fucking on a children's bed, and I'm just yeah. sitting here like, oh my. This is so uncomfortable. I hate this. But like in a good way. Like, oh, this is what it's trying yeah, to one do. Yeah, thing, one thing about the dinner scene that gets me in, in like a, a scene like this, a horror dinner scene, mm-hmm. and also like Texas Chainsaw, another like Resident Evil 7. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, like, what are you eating? Yeah. <laughs> and like there's a ham. There's a ham on the table. Yeah. And they're like, oh, everything's from our farm. Mm-hmm. But just before that scene you learn that like the pigs died from like maggots eating them out while they were still alive yeah so that ham was maggot infested 
before it was dead. Yeah. I hope you like maggot ham. I'll just say that. Uh, that's what I would say if I was one of the parents. Yum. Like, mm-hmm. hope you like disgusting food. <laughs> yep. I think that it's funny. Another fear of like, you know, you start a relationship is like um, uh, being polite. You know, how do you be polite to these parents when yeah. they're feeding you maggot ham? Yeah. Right? To make that good first impression. Yeah. And in the conversation at the dinner table, clearly the other Je- male Jesse, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. Uh, man Jesse. Breaking Bad Jesse. He's Breaking getting. Bad. But wait, let's not say it, because then people are going to think Aaron Paul is in this movie. Uh, Meth Damon <laughs> is, I think. He's the Matt Damon-looking fella. Yeah. Uh, he's clearly getting very upset. Um, from Game Night of yep. fame. The man from Game Night, yeah. I, I love that he's coming up. He's so great. I think he's great. I love seeing him in movies. He's like great. Uh, and Bring that, him home. That's another thing. You know, it starts to... I feel like it slowly starts to turn that he's actually the main character. And yes. all this is from yeah. his perspective. Yeah, that's and the idea. One thing we haven't mentioned yet that's feeding into this is the, the janitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throughout the movie, we cut to this janitor who's kind of just doing his janitorial duties at this high school. You don't know what his connection is, mm-hmm. really, but it slowly starts to feed you information yeah. about this guy. And and uh, do you want to start getting like spoiler-ish I guess territory? this is all pretty much spoiler. It's hard to talk about this movie yeah, without spoilers. Without so. The whole time I was like, oh, that's definitely Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it sets it's it up. definitely Jesse from I think, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think it sets Jesse it up. Breaking Bad. But not Aaron, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> not Aaron Paul. Yeah, not Aaron Paul. They do a good job of connecting the two of like uh, putting like scenes of him right against the janitor scene. Yeah. So I think that is at least not too But hidden. is it actually him? Is yeah. it? Is it? I'm pretty sure. Now, is it him in this timeline <laughs> that we're seeing or is it him in a different time? Or is it... Uh, a guy making up a story. I don't know. Because it's so... I don't know if you noticed in the be- very beginning of the film when uh, not Breaking Bad Jesse is... She's like waving outside. This is right after the, the, the whole monologue. You see him looking out a window. The janitor. Yeah, watching. And what I got from that was maybe the janitor sees her and makes up this whole kind of like... What if, like fantasy in his head. Like what if she was like my girlfriend when I was younger? I, you know, I, I think that's the right connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah or like she reminds me of like a girlfriend that I had. Yeah, um, right. I'll, yeah, uh, when when I realized like, oh, this is from the, when uh, the dance scene happens, right? When they're dancing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then the janitor comes up. Well, somebody represented the janitor who can dance mm-hmm. stabs Matt Damon's character. I thought that was like the janitor killing. That version of himself, his dreams, his, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's revealed that uh, he he's okay. I, I actually did just connect something right here, right. So when the parents are talking about him being like brilliant, basically, yeah. and talking about his like, genius, you know, that whole thing with the Trivial Pursuit, yeah, it's him getting frustrated because they're reminding him that he's like that he's just a, a brilliant janitor. guy, and like he sort of has passed on these like you know like him his art. That he worked on and stuff, he passed it on to the girl. Like a reverse Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, so it's like, whoa. Well, it's like I'm not talented. <laughs> I've never had talent. I'm not like a, uh, I'm not a smart person. It's actually her that's smart because if it was me that was a smart person, I completely ruined my potential, right? Yeah. So like he passes it on to her in this 
memory or book or something that he's writing, right? Mm -hmm. And he starts to like soften the details so that it is more comfortable for him. So like uh, the way they met, they met at like a a trivia um, game um, at like some like a restaurant. And he changes that later on to the movie he was watching, the Robert Zemeckis movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And details like that will constantly change throughout. Yeah. Where, like, at the end, yeah. she was there with her girlfriend at the trivia party, mm-hmm. and he was just a creepy guy watching her. Which is probably what... Oh, man. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. Like... Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Huh. You think yeah. it's, yeah. That could be, like, yeah. the realistic like, version. And, like, she was, she said she was celebrating her anniversary with her girlfriend, the yeah. janitor. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. That, it's crazy. I think that's what's interesting about it. You're reminding me it's, of details, because I watched this a week ago, <laughs> and you guys just watched it. Because it's definitely, like, idyllic, like, relationship. I think that's the whole idea is, like, a lot of moments are, like, oh, this is what I would want from a relationship there's like a, this. I feel like there's a lot of ways to interpret this movie. There is. Oh, it's very open. Yeah. It's super open. Yeah. I, I definitely walked away from it not fully understanding it, but that I completely think that's okay for a movie like yeah. this. Yeah, this is a movie that will definitely deserves rewatches. Mm-hmm. And I was going to rewatch it today, but I was like, do I want to be like depressed? <laughs> but it, like, it, it is still something that you have. Like, I definitely recommend watching, mm-hmm. despite that maybe more, you know that's unsettling no. and kind of depressing. Yeah, I'd say go out and watch. I mean, like depressing. Who cares? Like. It's worth at well, least yeah. a watch. So a lot of the movie is them in a car. It's so definitely like, interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting movie. I think it's very interesting. Um, I don't want to go too much into the ending, but I think the ending is really where it lost me. Maybe in the last 20, 15 minutes, I wasn't, it wasn't hitting quite right. Maybe um, you don't like the pig? No. I, I didn't <laughs> like didn't the like pig. That? I didn't like the cartoon. It felt like pig. something out of like a French movie. <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't, it wasn't hitting me. So on uh so after I watched the movie I watched a uh, YouTube explained an ending explained YouTube video love those love those and oh boy because <laughs> I was like uh what the fuck did I just watch mm-hmm. but um what they said was that the girl in that movie is a figment of his imagination he she doesn't exist he's the janitor sees her through the window and then. The movie, the whole car trip and everything from that point is his, him dying in his pickup truck as the janitor, mm-hmm. going through parts of his life, putting her into it. And in his childhood bedroom, there's that poem that she wrote there, because it wasn't her actual poem. It was what he got from the, uh, the book and put it her as that. It's like him creating the perfect girlfriend throughout his life. Mm-hmm. So that's why her, like, her accent changes when she's explaining the movie, when she's going off about a, a woman under, under the influence. What's the movie called? Yeah, yeah that's it. Woman yeah, under the Cassavetti's movie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's why like her accent changes. That's why she uh, when she tells him his poems, like, oh, that feels like it's written just for me. Because it's his interp- like His interpretation. Yeah, it's yeah. the perfect girl. And when uh, he was like, oh, uh, this, someone wrote about this girl Lucy and describing the perfect woman and lists off a bunch of stuff in the, and then her name at that yeah. time was Lucy and then, like her name keeps changing and uh, just like the way she acts also changes like at the dinner scene when she's like more talkative 
and yeah, she changes to fit his thing at that time. Mm. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, actually, I have a new theory here. Maybe he's like a stalker, right? Maybe he's stalking this girl. I mean, but you like, see him like look through peepholes and stuff. Yeah. Like maybe all the that phone calls she's getting are like, like I don't know. Maybe it's him calling her. Mm-hmm. You know, under different numbers, maybe him looking out the windows, her, him watching her. Maybe she's like his neighbor or something. Yeah. And he just imagines being with her, and like, maybe you know, because all the references are him reading other stuff by like brilliant, you know, people who, who he wishes he he maybe he wishes he were brilliant, but he's just a janitor, mm-hmm. or maybe he uh, th- wishes he had a girlfriend that was like smart. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. No, I think that's the thing because, like, uh, that I really love that explanation. When I heard it, it was like it's it Charlie hit. Kaufman's new incel yeah. movie. Yeah, his, <laughs> yeah, his incel Uh-oh. movie. But I feel like it's still open for interpretation on how you took it, yeah. how you felt about it. Because, like, personally, I view it as kind of like him traveling between, or at least when I first watched it. Now I'm kind of thinking about it, and maybe not, but like traveling between timelines or traveling between like different moments in time seeing what's going on, alternate personalities, where it could be, and all that. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Because there's also stuff that contradicts the things I just said mm-hmm. from the YouTube ending explained, right? Like her her telling the janitor about the real story about him just being a creep while she was there on an anniversary with her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe, like, so Kaufman making the main character, well, who's really the main character here, but yeah. Yeah. making... I guess the main character on the poster is uh, Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> she has, she does so she doesn't have a name in the movie. She's just like, Lucy. We'll call her. She's Lucy. just woman. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't actually have a name, but uh, making a woman the main character is poignant, right? Because you could yeah. see that as like an experience with like a toxic boyfriend. Maybe he's like mentally abusive, you know, because he kind of becomes like. Yeah. slowly a piece of shit. Like yeah, he does he things meaner meaner. like he makes her go out in the cold and yeah. stuff. He, and he does things that aren't like... Like he drives off road for hours knowing mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to. She takes her to, to like home. a scary and high like, school. The whole time like, she's like uh, think like she's thinking of ending things with him. Yeah. Like breaking up with him. But like she just doesn't know how because mm-hmm. you just keep going. Yeah. And like, relationship. That plays against the perfect girlfriend thing then. Cause yeah. Like, so like I'm thinking of anything right that, her own introspective thing is part yeah. of the movie so, so she's not that. she's not just like some like so in the book apparently she's less descriptive like oh, she's really? not really she doesn't really have as much like humanity or like free will yeah, whatever I, I, which this would movie make gives. more sense to, so that Kaufman thing. gave the character more you know um, humanity yeah, I than think I guess the book did. That makes it his adaptation. So that, book. yeah, oh, it, this is an adaptation. Wow. Because I think that in, wow. in the end makes things interesting because she gets to talk about at the very end about how, like, oh, a woman can't just be hanging out unless she has a boyfriend. That's the uh, only way you can keep men off. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this made me actually want to listen to the. Uh, <laughs> Because we only consume digital media here. <laughs> oh, yeah. It wanted me to listen to the book. Yeah, I want, I want to give it a read. I do. Yeah, I want to, I want I want to read see. It. Uh, I want to know how it, how it's different. Yeah. I'm interested because yeah. if if you had to pick someone who was going to at least change a lot of stuff, probably Kaufman yeah. <laughs> at his yeah. at his own flair. So I'm interested. Yeah, I am. I'm interested. You ever seen his adaptation of Orchid Thief? Ugh, have you seen that? Ugh. Ugh. Nasty. Orchid Thief, the movie stinks. 
think but adaptation of the movie he made about writing Orphic Thief the movie was pretty good yeah I like that one it's like the heart's a darkness yeah Yeah. well I guess we talked about it a lot there's still you know there's a lot to cover there's so much more Um, I'd love to talk about because there's a lot to dig out of it maybe are we all going to read the book I would love to come back in book. Do we do book one? Uh, I'm thinking of anything's the book. We could. That would be fun to do an episode for a book that we did a watched a movie of, and And we just release it whenever we're all finished with it. I could do it. I was actually thinking about buying it. I was thinking about going out and getting a copy. I've got like ten audible coins. Mm. Oh baby, nice. And I got a free trial. Uh oh. Uh, But I listen to a lot of books, so I think. You know, I'm thinking of ending things. I'm thinking of ending this episode with our final thoughts. Oh. I'm ending things. Right here, right now. Today. Cut it out. No, I'm not going to cut it out. I'm going <laughs> to be myself no matter what. Okay. But uh, I guess, I, you know, we, we... I don't know what I thought about this movie. I don't... I can't give it a score. Okay. I'm I thinking <laughs> you didn't think... Uh, you know what you're thinking about. Um, and that's my brain twister of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm freaking my own Charlie Kaufman over here. Mm-hmm. I, it's weird. Uh, have you ever seen Sorry to Bother You? Yeah. It's like the same thing. I don't think it was a very... I don't think it was good. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, w- I thought about that movie for like two weeks after I watched it. Like, yeah. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. That's a good comparison, because, uh, I mean, I like Sorry to Bother You. Same deal, though, where the end, I think, just went a little too far for my taste, and I just yeah. couldn't really vibe with it. It didn't really go where I think it needed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's still an interesting ending. It's yeah. still a thoughtful ending. Are you yeah. talking about Sorry to Bother You, or I'm thinking of ending things? Sorry both. to Bother You. Both. Both are the same. Whoa, both. Whoa. Yeah. That's layered. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we got another freaking yeah, Troy Kaufman I, over here. I feel like I'll think about this movie a lot, um, but I don't think I liked it all that much. Okay. Uh, I actually, I, I really liked it. I think uh, maybe an ending that didn't work for me, it still was interesting, and I think it was a lot of fun watching it. I think it's, in, like, I enjoyed the afterthought of, like, just thinking about it constantly, yeah. trying to connect the pieces, and I think... If a movie can create that kind of feeling with you where you can't stop thinking about it, I think there has to be something good there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it. Are yeah. we scoring Well, what's your it? rating? Yeah, yeah we I, might, just... I might give it like an eight. That's, you yeah. give it, okay. That's yeah. what I'm throwing down. I yeah. was thinking eight. <laughs> because <laughs> because an eight. This, this comes to the other thing where like, what would a 10 be? So right? you're like, like you're, I, I think it's a great movie, but I don't really you don't like it i didn't enjoy gotcha. watching so you're more rating it on like less personal feelings more about the movie yeah okay, okay. yeah totally that, that happens a lot with yeah that happens right? that happens like normal thing avengers yeah. is dumb dumb bad game but <laughs> i fucking love it uh, yeah. but i'm not gonna give it an eight mm-hmm. right i'm i got you yeah. i'm not gonna give it a nine I'm gonna give it a seven yeah <laughs> but like i'm playing it like it's a nine mm-hmm. yeah true it, it you know that speaks to our relationship with media right yeah yeah we can not we don't have to enjoy uh that the movie yeah. with casey affleck where he freaking burns his house down but you know it's but still, you recognize it's a great movie still a masterpiece over yeah. here kenneth yeah. long man yeah and you know what i really like yeah. this movie a lot obviously i thought it was a great movie kaufman 
does it again. I think uh, people have critiqued his directorial work. Uh, like like I me guess at the beginning. Anomalisa, <laughs> yeah, like you. Anomalisa, for example, got like. I guess I'll, you, I haven't like, gotten to watch it. Not I the really same response that like, like a, a Spike Jones coffin movie has gotten, but I think this movie um, has gotten a big response from, I guess, <laughs> I guess the people on my letterbox. <laughs> but yeah, like, it seems to be a general that. thing. Like the people I follow on letterbox across the board, three and a half, four star rating, four really? and a half. People are loving it, and you know what? I I liked it a lot too. It's my number one of the year right now. Oh. Even though I watched, I've only seen like 26. What came out? I've only seen 26 year. 2020 yeah, movies. This was my 12th 2020 movie. I'm so sad. It would be usually a lot higher. Is it number one? That. No, no. I still, Invisible I, Man's still my number one. I really like it. Invisible Man. It's, it's hit, fun. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's a hit really my fun number movie. one because, like, it, I, you know, I watched a week ago and I still remember a lot from it. It's yeah. It stuck with me. It, you know, I've, I've been. It's what type of movie you you'll watch it and think about it for like a week yeah, <laughs> if but, it hits you the right way. But yeah, like it's not the type of movie like you watch it it's like wow that was really enjoyable. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it again and again and, and again, again and yeah. again and again. Yeah, but, but you'll watch it again maybe later on down the road just to get more insight. Yeah. you know what I mean. There's 100 100% chance a lot of people like they saw the trailer they're like oh scary horror movie clicked on it watched a few minutes of it. And probably clicked yeah, off. after the 20-minute car Watching driving it. scene and being <laughs> yeah. like, all right. All right. <laughs> that's the thing about Netflix. Anyone can click on anything, right? Yeah. yeah. There's no uh, film. There's no cinephile password but, that you have to enter. <laughs> that's probably why they got rid of the star ratings, because yeah. this movie probably get a really it, bad star It was star a rating. 99% you'll enjoy this really? rating for me. Nice. That's, that's what, like, it pegged me. It was like, uh-huh. this movie... Is for you. We're ninety nine percent sure. Are you saying that uh, like uh, Netflix is starting to drive a little more towards like getting like you really could, solid movies? Yeah, you could look up Shaun of the Dead and be like, "What? Where'd it go? Oh, they got rid of it in February. Okay, okay." Yeah. So I don't, I don't really like Netflix that much because it is kind of just like a grab bag of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will say that like this movie probably wouldn't exist without like streaming services. I don't think this would have been. Like funded and put in theaters, it, it, right? It would have, but it would have been a Possibly. very limited review release, not wide but for it, sure. But Kaufman himself has said that he thinks he can't get a movie made unless it's like an adaptation now. Like that's what things have become. Like oh, is it the reason this got made is because it's based off something? Gotcha. That it can be wrong. He says that in so many interviews. He hates the studio system now, and getting movies made. I mean, like, it's like it's Kaufman. Mm-hmm. People actually know a writer for once, right? So like he should his movie should get funded, in my eye. Yeah, but like but there's a lot of like people like him that don't get funded. He or should write so much his trouble. brother's movie in adaptation. He should make that movie. Yeah, he should. He should, and you know then he can get his next thing funded. He's yeah. just not the type of guy to to make that dumb dumb action. He's movie. not gonna make the dumb dumb action but movie wait, to fund wrote, his next. He work. wrote that. He he's writing that upcoming movie with Tom Holland and. Uh, Which was filmed in 2017, apparently. Yeah. What? He, what movie? So he wrote it's like some action. But like, I was looking at that today. Uncharted. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, so <laughs> he's Uncharted. It looks like a young adult like sci-fi movie. That's weird. Um, but he's like one of seven writers that yeah, worked I mean, on it. So he probably like he probably maybe like yeah. wrote a script or like. Did See, they passed the script to him and he did a revision on it and stuff. Yeah. And then they changed all the weird shit that he wrote mm-hmm. <laughs> into something else. Oh, this actually makes it good? All right. Yeah, we're, not, we're not trying to make a good movie. We're trying to make a money, the money baby. Money. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Netflix should have a streaming thing like Shutter has. It's like where they're constantly just playing something. Oh, like I love a live yeah. stream. I love yeah. that, like a TV thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they should. Well, here's the thing. Like, like how fucking Disney, mad would that be? Like something like Disney Plus. Like, if you have Disney Plus, you probably like Disney content, you know. And I'm not saying I love everything Disney makes, mm-hmm. but at least I know what's on there, right? <laughs> at least yeah. I know there's going to be Disney stuff yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah. And they, some of their stuff is not on there, but at least I know when I click on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'll be able to watch Cars too, yeah. right? Disney Plus uh, should have that. Like, I I'm not gonna go ahead and be like, oh, let's watch Monsters Inc. right now. Well, I mean, sometimes I've done that because I mm-hmm. like Monsters Inc. Yeah, but that's what sucks about streaming because like you have so many choices that you can't pick. Sometimes it's like I sat down, and went, okay, I want to watch a movie, and then couldn't find a movie. That's I couldn't. That, well, that's where the whole thing Netflix and Show came from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't find a movie. Exactly. Hmm? Yeah, but so you, it's brilliant, not, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't watch a movie and you get freaking laid. Did Hell yeah. Did you see their promotion for this uh, upcoming uh, Halloween season? No. It's called Netflix and Chills. Oh, oh my god. Wow. And upcoming Hubie Halloween little, starring Adam Sandler. Yeah, Hubie. A little, uh, little late for that one. A few years too late. Yeah, like, oh, after fuck. that. But they're Netflix. We you know, know they can do it. Yeah. People know what they're talking about. But one thing about streaming services is that at the end of the day, physical media is king, obviously. And now I'm not going to well, say, well, it, now listen, it, wait, I'm going to say why. Because now think about Disney buying Fox. Disney has every Fox movie in their vault now, and they can do with it whatever they want. Or do nothing with it. Let it die. But you know what they did recently? They cut. They stopped producing 4K Fox movies. You know, so there's they like it's like a I sign thought that of what's wasn't to come, true, right? I thought they like actually was that not, was that I that? think they actually talked to like someone at the company and they're like, no, that's not true. Oh, why yeah, would they? Why would just cut off the, all but that I'll, money making? I'll just say this: obviously, it's not realistic to buy everything, and I'm not gonna do it, and I don't. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's much more reliable. And like, if you want to watch Alien. And you have it on Blu-ray, you can watch Alien. You don't have to rely on streaming services getting Alien, which is a Fox movie that Disney owns. And obviously, the only place you could probably watch it is if they like put it on Hulu, right? Um, and also, since Disney owns Fox now, they've restricted like drive-ins showing Fox movies and theaters showing Fox movies. So like. It's weird how drive-ins was first on that list, huh? Yeah, because wow. welcome, huh. welcome to the year 2020 where drive-in is a thing. <laughs> Guess what? I'm seeing Tenet next week, everyone, or this upcoming week. I've probably already seen it by the time this episode came yeah. out. Tell so I'll have Nolan an opinion. I'll have an opinion yeah. next episode on Tenet. But I think there's positives. But you get the negatives. point I was trying to make. Yeah, no, I get you. Physical media, you'll always own yeah, it. Yeah, nobody be there. can take it away from you. Like, obvi- and even if you buy a digital thing... They can you, still take. Yeah, it. People can, aren't gonna. Yeah, take it away from I th- feel like a lot of people won't understand what I'm saying because we've become kind of anti-physical media. A lot of, a lot of people, especially older people yeah. now. Uh, but the thing is, is recently digital companies, if uh, like there, this has been happening where if you bought a movie on iTunes or an album on iTunes and it's taken off of their system. You lose that digital copy that you bought forever ago. You yeah. don't own that anymore. Yeah, like unless you, you haven't never, downloaded. Oh uh, yeah, unless you haven't downloaded. But if you want to go back and do it, there's you can't. That's, that's why. It's so thing. like, another thing about Netflix, like if Netflix ever went down, think about all the movies. Like I'm thinking of ending things. How are you gonna watch it? Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you wanted to watch that, you know, how could someone access that? Well, yeah. if that's why I'm 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 glad Criterion what? is releasing a like, streaming service yeah. fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
this uh, ones and zeros that are just like not real and <laughs> failing. Say what? Yeah, but what's nice is digital's easy. Digital is so nice and simple. Yeah. NBC's trying their second swing at well, it, huh? But it's crazy, then, right? Another added thing to like streaming. Let's say your your internet service sucks. Then you're watching low quality shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. So who who wants to watch that? With physical media, you can rely on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's my well, argument. Like streaming. Streaming media. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I don't stream. I stream a lot. I like not. Because it's convenient, and but it's not what I would ultimately prefer. I've spent far too long trying to figure out what to do with all these plastic cases. Uh-huh. I can't mm-hmm. store them anymore. I can't yeah, move that's, them. I can't travel with them. That's an so. issue also. That, but but like, but like if you get like a, a nice bookshelf, it looks nice. Like if you have yeah. if you have like your movies, you know they're colorful. You got the nice spines. It can be a nice decor for your house. Or like get a, like a, but a I, jewel case or not a jewel case, but like like a you know like, like a, a big a book. big book full of all your PS One that can contain all your discs. That's what I did for like yeah. If you if you don't want to show them off, if you want to just get rid of that yeah. case, you can do that for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a bummer, but, like... But it's space reasons, because I think that's the big issue, is, like, at what point does your collection start to be too much? Like, when you buy all this physical media and you hardly use it, because I own a lot of movies and I don't really sit down and watch them, and then Mm -hmm. they're just taking up space. But I do watch them if they're on Netflix, (laughs) right? I've sat down and been like, oh, this movie I own is on Netflix? Let's (laughs) take a watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's messed up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah. Look, don't but think that's about it. Thing. If, if Netflix ever dies, if John Netflix gets shot on the street yeah. by, pre- by Donald Trump, by Donald Trump mm-hmm. you can still watch Shaun of the Dead because you own it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, look, <laughs> you can still watch. You can't watch Horse Girl. No, yeah, but, Horse Girl's gone. You know Criterion watch, ain't doing a release of that. I, that's probably not, it's not the best argument for physical media. <laughs> you can watch the Because I think it suggests that I'm like obsessed with watching one movie over and over and over again. <laughs> but it is nice, if you're going to pay for something. You can watch Alien, not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. If you're going to pay for something, it's nice to have the highest quality and you can physically hold it in your hand. If you can have your sister pay for something, but you get the login for it. That's the real money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'll say do what's convenient, obviously. Yeah, I think that it's like... Because I'm just speaking... You know, actions speak out of the words. I watch more Netflix than I watch my own physical copies. And also, this is personal. You know, some people just prefer digital. It's easy for their lives. They don't like having the clutter. That's just the way it is. But the thing is, with physical, it can never be changed. Never. Right? Yeah. Because it's also a big thing with, like, video games. Like, uh, if, like, you're playing a game and it gets updated that original version of the game is gone forever unless you have a physical copy of it. Yeah, because uh, we you were talking about this and I thought that was interesting. It's like destroying art yeah. in some people's argument. One piece of art is gone forever because the game was updated and nobody has that old update. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, you know, you can't ridicule someone for going for what's convenient, but you can, you can hate the company for doing what's wrong yes and yeah. like or, destroying or like the physical star wars media or yeah. access to physical media because they're well yes the star i got it yeah. star wars star wars the lucas george lucas yeah, is, that is yeah. the perfect out, right you know. because there is no unless you want to see the originals you, you have, have to, to get have the vhs's VHS exactly. or laser yeah. disc yeah 
It's and gone. That, it's insane. The most yeah. popular, literally the most popular movie ever made is gone. Yeah. You yeah. can't actually see the original can Star you, Wars. Can you get the original E.T.? Because uh, I know they edited out all the, the, the guns, guns to be walkie-talkies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the type of shit. Yeah, that's the type of shit you're talking about, right? And it's so that, that form of art, that's that art is gone forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, think about all the 80s movies that could change. They could, like, people smoking cigarettes. Yeah. All gone. Yeah. It, and it's just like it's and movie, it is tampering w- with art. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It movies is. are crazy where you can do it. Like because they're si- trying to sell to parents that are like nervous about what their kids watch. Yeah, because who gives a shit about what babies yeah, watch? Yeah, it's like uh, like the Mona Lisa. Like, could you imagine if every year like we just added another stroke to? We got to make it look better, like oh, it, it could be better now, and then they change it. You Star know? Wars is comparable to Mona Lisa. <laughs> it's, it's For sure, is, it's out of you know, it's out of our control. Those who don't George know, Lucas I'm, did I'm what he want. Wanted. I'm not a Starbuck guy. I'm not a big Star Wars. Fan. Yeah, I think they're kind of boring. Okay. I like the original trilogy. Yeah, I like uh, the original Laserdisc, uh, original, original, you know, the original stuff. Betamax, yeah. VH, you know. None of the, the George Lucas edits. No. Well, actually, I mean. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> the parts when. The, I remember as a kid, I, they confused me because uh, Hayden Christensen appears at the end of the movie. Yeah, no, that confused as me a as ghost, a kid, too. And I was like, how'd they do that? <laughs> like, yeah, I was just no. sitting there thinking, like, what? I remember asking my sense. mom and being like, huh, did they plan this ahead? Yeah. And like just being really confused. Or there's it's, a scene in Return of the Jedi where they go to Jabba's, like, hut. No, it's Jabba the Hut. But then, you know, they go to his place. They go to Jabba the Hut's hut. Yeah, hut. his hut. Mm-hmm. And then they're all singing. The CGI characters are singing. And it's. I remember just being like, what? I was showing. On? I was showing the, the first Star Wars to my little sisters. They yeah. were flukes, and right? And like, they were flukes. What? He didn't know what he was making. He just made them. Who, well, George Lucas? Well, yeah. no, Star Wars is known to be made in the editing room because yeah. the sound design, when they recorded that, well, the sound was oh, unusable. Yeah. And, like, he didn't know what the, what the he yeah. was doing. Well, I was, like, I was showing it to my little sisters. And, obviously, some of the changes, they don't notice. But, like, the scene with Han talking to Jabba the Hutt <laughs> is so yeah. out of nowhere and so useless. Yeah. It just it makes the movie worse. It, it is a great example of actively making just a movie worse because the creator's a big dumb asshole. Speaking of yeah. making movies worse, Zack Snyder. Listen to Justice Media League Boys. Cut. Snyder cut. Because, because when I walked out of Justice League, I was like, you know what? I want to watch another hour and 40 minutes of this. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, like, that movie was just bad. And I couldn't imagine it being good. They'd have to change a lot. He he would have to fix a lot. At least he's lot. not destroying a classic. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Say that. I guess if like you're gonna fix a movie, fix a bad one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about Zack Snyder last one or no? We did. We ended last episode with Zack Snyder. Okay. Well, it's gonna he's be gonna be a, we're gonna we're gonna bash Zack Snyder. Well, you know who's someone you know who's someone who changes his movies a lot? It's actually Michael Mann. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He, every movie of his has gone through like. Multiple director's cuts. You know, it's wild. Yeah, he I know. changes to every like every release of that movie is different. That's crazy. The fans that are like, oh yeah, Zack Snyder cut. The guy who made like fucking eight bad movies in a row, <laughs> and they gave it to Josh Whedon, and they're like, nah, he fucked it up. Yeah, that motherfucker. Josh Whedon fucked it up. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go at this one again. <laughs> if Zack Snyder was at the helm. Because you remember Batman vs Superman. Everyone loved that movie, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that movie was awesome. Oh baby. It's the Age of Ultron of uh, movies. It's worse. <laughs> <that> worse. <laughs> Did Josh Whedon fuck it up on purpose? 
he wanted the Avengers to uh, to be the top dog. But he already no. had like a bad I Avengers think, movie under his belt. I think belt. he just didn't want to ever work again. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm retired. To, I'm killing my career real quick. I'm done. Turns out other stuff killed his career. <laughs> I thought Ultron would do that. <laughs> I think he didn't he get me too'd? I don't know. I don't want to uh, say probably. I don't know. Yeah. Look at his his Twitter av or whatever. It's just him tipping his fedora. You know, you know he's up to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weedster. I wrote this movie. That, that's what I imagine. Okay. Yeah. Well, folks, I'm thinking of ending this episode. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And that's where we'll end it. Folks. Love you guys. Thank Let's... hey. Really? Thank you for listening to this. Yeah, thank you. Well, I Can really I get sincere it. for a second? Can I get sincere for a second? All right, that was my sincere if, moment. If a nice, sincere moment of silence. Uh, send us send us uh, what you thought of movies or what movies you want to hear at uh, mediaboyspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your and, opinions. Uh, share it with a friend. If or you two like friends. It. Or share it with friends. a couple friends. Mm-hmm. It really helps. Please share with five friends or else you will die at midnight. <laughs> And that's on, that's on God. You got real. 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds. Come it. on. Goodbye. Yeah. Go get, park your car right now and yell it in traffic. <laughs> uh-huh. All right? Make sure their windows are down. You sl- or smash their windows open. Tell the media boy sent you, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't mention our names because we might get arrested. Email that. us. Uh, media boy's pot We're making stickers. Com. <laughs> and face yeah. masks. If you want I, some merch, we can. But it's on record yeah. now. It's on yeah. record now that we have to. Yeah. Oh, freak. Okay. All right. Talk to you guys later. When we'll wait, we gotta say what we're gonna be talking about next episode. What are we gonna be talking about next episode? Or watch, play, listen. Oh yeah. Well, so you you did the tourist. Yeah, I did the tourist, the video game little box with a Y video game. Yeah. Ooh. Do you what remember what you put, Will, for movie? movie? Oh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Doing Hot Fuzz. And for me, I put a nice Courtney Barnett album. Sometimes I s- sit and think, and sometimes I just sit. Long ass title. Hey, Ooh, baby. You ever just sit? You ever just sit and talk to your two friends wow. on a podcast? And no. our third friend. Uh, and kiss them. <laughs> our, three, right, kiss. our three friends. Nathan, Chris, and Listener. Oh, <laughs> I love them. You know, they're our biggest, our best friends. Yeah, come I, talk to I us. I love the Listener. Uh, Email us if you want to be on the podcast. And before yeah, I reach through their radio and, 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 and uh, start kissing them, we should end the episode. Quickly before Chris kisses you. I'm coming. I'm coming through the the, the iPhone. Ah. What? You want to hear my pitch? Go away, goddammit. You know, I'm just trying to do something. Hey, thanks a lot, buddy. Cool. Okay, there's a serial killer, right? Well, no, wait. And he's being hunted by a cop. And he's taunting the cop, right? Sending clues who his next victim is. He's already holding her hostage in his creepy basement. So the cop gets obsessed with figuring out her identity and in the process falls in love with her. Even though he's never even met her. She becomes like, like, like the unattainable, like, like the holy grail. It's a little obvious, don't you think? Okay, but here's the twist. We find out that, that the killer really suffers from multiple personality disorder, right? See, he's, he's actually really the cop and the girl. All of them are him. Isn't that fucked up? The only idea more overused than serial killers is multiple personality. On top of that, you explore the notion that cop and criminal are really two aspects of the same person. See every cop movie ever made for other examples of this. 
Mom called it psychologically taught. The other thing is, there's no way to write this. Did you consider that? I mean, how, how could you have somebody held prisoner in a basement and, and working in a police station at the same time? Trick photography. Okay, that's not what I'm asking. Listen closely. What I'm asking is, in the reality of this movie, where there's only one character, right? Okay? How could you... What, what exactly would... I agree with Mom. Very taut. Sybil meets, I don't know, Dress to Kill. Cool. I really like Dress to Kill. <laughs>